Hello. Welcome to Mythmakers, the podcast for fantasy creatives and fantasy fans. Now, my name is Julia Golding, and I'm the director of the Oxford Centre for Fantasy, who brings you this podcast. And we've promised to keep on ranging around all the themes to do with fantasy, but today I thought I'd go back a little bit to an episode we did a couple of weeks ago about audio versions of Lord of the Rings. This was prompted by Andy Circus producing his mammoth work, <laughs> doing all the voices. Um, but that made me go back and have a look at the other Tolkien-inspired audiobooks out there beyond Lord of the Rings. So I thought I'd give you a rundown of the ones I know well, and also I delved into some of the ones I don't yet know, just so you know what's out there. Now, we have to start again with Andy Circus because he did a version of The Hobbit last year in 2020. Now, I think I remember him doing this as a lockdown project um, where he was doing like a a reading, a sort of sponsored reading. But clearly, um, I think he must have then gone into the studio and done it under slightly more, uh, less pressurised circumstances. It's very much as you expect if you have listened to his Lord of the Rings reading. You get a very pleasant romp through The Hobbit. It's a more, um, what I would say, more of an avuncular tone than Lord of the Rings, which is inspired by the fact that the narrator is more present in The Hobbit than he is in Lord of the Rings. It has a bedtime story feel. But you also get the performance aspect with Andy Serkis. Um, You know, watch out for the riddle game with Bilbo and Gollum, of course. That must be the set piece that everyone wants to listen to. Um, I think when I'm listening to it, what always comes into mind are the films because very often he hits exactly the same cadence on a piece of um, dialogue which has made it into the script, channeling the actor who originally played it. Now, that's absolutely fine and to be expected because, of course, he was uh, one of the assistant directors on the films. Um, But, of course, it does then bring to your mind images from the film. And if that's the experience you want, as close to the to the Peter Jackson films as possible, then obviously this is the version to go for. But you do have a couple of other easily available options if you're going through the Audible uh, route for buying your audiobooks. And that is, going backwards in time, 2005 Martin Shaw's version. This is a straightforward reading from an actor who's very well known here in the UK, Um, He was someone I had a crush on when I was little because he was part of the Professionals, which was like a cop drama um, program at the time. But he's then gone on to do many roles on television in particular. When I was listening to the sample, I found the sound quality wasn't that great. That might just have been um, the, the link I clicked on. But if you are going to try that one, do just double check that the sound quality is what you expected. For me, it seemed a little bit um, muffled. And then going back before that, there's dear old Robert Ingalls, um, the 1991 production. Love this. It's the one that I think I could listen to again and again uh, because it feels like Tolkien is reading to you. Um, Very fond of the way he delivers it. 
And I can listen to this without thinking about the film. So it has that advantage. But I also want to tell you about yet another version, which is the Hobbit dramatised version from the BBC. Now, this is actually the one my own children listened to in their bedrooms when they were little as like bedtime story tapes. And I was surprised when I looked it up that the date on this is 1968, which predates me. Um, and I think now I know that I can sort of sense it in the production because you've got the BBC Radiophonics Workshop doing some music in the background and putting some of the voices through synthesizers. Um, acquired taste, maybe. Um, it's fun, but it's got a very jokey film, more like almost a cartoon version of The Hobbit. Um, it's a bridge to three and three quarter hours, which might help if you're playing this for younger listeners. Um, I think the, the strongest part of this for me is the interpretation between the narrator and Bilbo. So you've got an actor called Anthony Jackson doing the storytelling role, the sort of Tolkien role. And then amusingly, you've got bursting in and disagreeing or laughing or chuckling or even sort of gainsaying um, the character playing Bilbo, who is an actor called Paul Daneman. Another thing that I thought was noticeable about this is the casting of Gandalf by an actor called Heron Karvik. And it shows that we are before the um, Michael Horden or the uh, Ian McKellen versions in that he sounds more like a character, more like an Elrond character, younger and somehow more, slightly more sinister, in fact, uh, more poised to him. So which I thought was really interesting coming back to it now after not having listened to it for quite a few years. So definitely worth a listen um, just to see what 1968 made of The Hobbit. And it still stands up today, I think, as a, as a listen. Okay, so moving on from The Hobbit, let's go to the next big... Um, book that you might want to listen to. And this is The Silmarillion. Now, the best game in town is Martin Shaw's reading. Um, and I think this might possibly might possibly be my favourite of all the audio versions out there of everything. It's extremely well presented. It's got um, nice breaks in between the different books. Martin Shaw does a very steady and listenable reading and it also helped me who you know Silmarillion wasn't the book I would rush to but listening to it I suddenly realized how the prose worked that it is it is really written to be read out um I really love this and I dip back into it again and again so definitely put that on your wish list if you want to get to grips with the Silmarillion particularly if it's always been a book that you've been a bit scared of or had trouble with Right, so the next big one going on from there is The Unfinished Tales. Now, this has only just come out in 2021, and you get almost 22 hours of listening, and this is what I'm currently listening to at the moment. What's delightful about this collection of the manuscripts edited by Christopher Tolkien is they've done it as a two-hander between the father and son actor team Samuel and Timothy West, um, so you get Timothy West saying the editorial parts and Samuel West telling the story. So it makes it very clear, uh, just gets over the problem of what to do with footnotes. 
Um, I love this. I really think it's worth a listen. Um, so, for example, in this, you've got things in there like um, uh, the, the story of Turin. And there you've got wonderful descriptions of the journey to the sea, which really brings alive the um, beauty of the landscape that Tolkien is evoking there. So definitely one to look up. Um, it sort of makes the unfinished tales feel quite finished, actually. They're, they're lovely, lovely stories. So just to reiterate, I think this is really worth your time, um, particularly because I think there's a feeling sometimes when you're getting into the the weeds of the Tolkien manuscripts as, is it worth my time? I've read The Silmarillion. Why should I read a, another version of the same tales? Uh, what 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 more can I get? And it's more than just an expansion. It's more of a a dip into the poetry of Tolkien that you get listening to it like this. So definitely have a listen. Now, going on, of course, we've got lots of the little, well, not that little, really, because they often end up about eight hours of listening time. But there are the other um, manuscripts that cover quite a lot of the same material, but were edited by Christopher Tolkien and put out as separate works. So we've got a highlight amongst this is The Children of Hurin, of course, which came out in 2006, read by Christopher Lee. So if you can't get enough of your Saruman, obviously this is the one to go for. Um, I found it very moving how much he enjoys saying the names of places. And also I was amused when sometimes a word would come up which chimed with something he said as Saruman, like the word power. <laughs> and immediately I can see him in his white robe, obviously a much missed actor. Uh, so a little bit of classy Christopher Lee in that. Um, and then another of in the sort of similar uh, area is the um, fall of Gondolin, which is one of the main events of the first age. And here it's produced in 2019 and they use the Timothy West, Sam West combination for that. I haven't listened to this all the way through. Um, it's, it sounds a, a very, you know, if, you, if you're particularly interested in the fall of Gondolin, it sounds a great way to actually hear that story because um, the, the, the way they split it between the two makes it very clear. But uh, it does look as though there is quite a lot of editorial comment. So it becomes an audio book about the process of, of editing manuscripts. So it probably is more of a specialised interest, that one, uh, than those who are just going for a story. Uh, and again, uh, another of these first age stories is Beren and Luthien, which is, of course, um, a central story for Tolkien. He had the name Beren and Luthien on his tombstone with his wife, Edith. So it's their story, in a sense, a love story. And here we get the Wests out again. It was only done in 2020. Um, similar things, you may feel you've already heard the story of Beren and Luthien in the various places, but the two team of the team of two uh, narrators is very strong. Again, not the first one I'd buy. I think I'd go for the unfinished tales 
if you're looking for the, the Sam and Tim West version, go for that first, not least because it's huge and lots of listening. Um, but yeah, um, why not? It's, it's pretty much a, a beautiful story, isn't it? Okay, now here are some smaller ones um, which are worth looking into. There are several versions of Tales from the Perilous Realm. Now, that's the name given to a collection of stories, which includes um, Rover Random, Farmer Giles of Ham, The Adventures of Tom Bombadil, Leaf by Niggle, and Smith of Wooten Major. These can also be bought separately, so be careful you're not buying the same thing twice. There, this particular edition, um, the straightforward reading, is read by the wonderful Derek Jacobi, um, who delivers it suitable for, I mean, it's a, a sort of a, these are children's tales, particularly Rover Random, and that is the the feel of those. Though, of course, actually, um, Leaf by Niggle is much more of a philosophic work. It's about a man, uh, man's creativity and, and the exquisiteness with which he draws a single leaf and trying to put all the beauty into that. So it's very uh, amazing essay, um, sort of story essay written by Tolkien. Um, these are lovely, but as I said, the big warning here is don't buy it twice. <laughs> so you can buy the collection where you get them all, and then you wouldn't need to go and buy the separate titles. But I found in this little trawl that there is also a version of Tales from the Perilous Realm, which was done by the BBC. Um, I didn't know this existed till I started looking all this up. It's got Michael Horden in it as Gandalf. He obviously plays Gandalf in the BBC dramatised version of Lord of the Rings. And as he died quite a long time ago, it puts us back at that time, back in the 80s. It's definitely got a top team of voice talent. Um, Brian Blessed is in there, James Grout. These are all, you know, wonderful voice actors. And there is an added audio portrait of Tolkien put together by Brian Sibley, which draws on the BBC resources of interviews with the author himself and with others. So I haven't yet listened to that yet, but I think I'm just going to put that on my wish list now because it sounds a great listen. So that's the little run through. Just to recap, I think for me, um, possibly my favourite Hobbit uh, might be the Rob Ingalls one. Um, my favourite Silmarillion, in fact, the only game in town really is Martin Shaw, but it's the, my favourite of all the audio books. And uh, I think Unfinished Tales by the West is the one I would go to to listen to for them of all the various readings they've, they're doing. Now, I always, in all these podcasts, end with where in the best where is the best to go in a fantasy world for something? And we've done forests and inns and places to be ill, uh, places to be a woman. And today I decided I'd pick on places to be a singer, because one of the things that comes out in audiobooks is how good the readers can sing. <laughs> Poor old Andy Circus is where he's challenged on this. Rob Ingalls does a very good job. And the BBC Radiophonic Workshop does an interesting treatment, shall we say, of the songs. You have to listen to them just to get get the vibe. If you know the theme tune for Doctor Who, you can get a sense of the area in which they're working electronically. It was the new thing back in 1968. Anyway, so I was thinking, where 
in all the fantasy worlds, it's the best to be a singer. And I've just been listening over the last couple of weeks to a series by a new writer to me, a lady called Michelle Diner, who writes sci-fi fantasy. And in her Class 5 series, I think it's a great place to be a singer. Now, the concept of this is that we're in a... uh, a universe where humans have been abducted as part of a scientific mission by the bad guys in this world. Um, and they get rescued over the various sort of books that the people taken as specimens. But the wonderful thing is that to the race who rescues them, human singers, any of us, any of us who can sing a tune are amazing because in that culture, they have very few singers And it's a highly prized art. So they've got sort of five singers for all the planets in their system. And so these uh, human women coming along are a real shock to the system. And they have great fun in this book by um, people at various times saying, happy birthday to you. And because they put someone's name in it, it becomes like an astounding cultural revelation. There's some very funny moments where uh, they sing, always look on the bright side of life, uh, which in a very dull moment and people are astonished that they're able to sing at these times anyway I love the humour of that and the concept that you didn't have to be a very good singer but in this world you are you're Beyonce you're Adele you're Pavarotti as far as they're concerned oh yeah and look out for the rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody that's probably a very high moment anyway I love the comedy of that so hands down the best place to be a singer is in the sci-fi fantasy world of Michelle Diner's Class 5 series. So thank you very much for listening and um, I hope you enjoy the audio versions I've mentioned. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Mythmakers Podcast, brought to you by the Oxford Centre for Fantasy. Visit OxfordCentreForFantasy.org to join in the fun. Find out about our online courses, in-person stays in Oxford, Plus, visit our shop for great gifts. Tell a friend and subscribe wherever you find your favorite podcasts worldwide.